Movie Ticket Radio. Welcome to the Movie Ticket Radio podcast, the companion to the streaming audio movie hits format, MovieTicketRadio.com. I'm your charming and delightful host, J.R. Russ, and with me, Hall of Fame broadcaster John Records Landecker. And John, what are we going to be talking about today? The Martian with Ben Affleck. John, I'm, I'm, I know we said that we'd do The Martian, but I think I'm going to call an audible here. And because tis the season... I think I'm going to go with a couple of holiday movies. That's a great idea. And I'm going to pick uh, Scrooge from 1988 as the first one here with a lot of hit music, a good movie where Bill Murray is a TV executive and he is, uh, well, he's a Scrooge, basically. And A TV executive that's a Scrooge? I've never heard of such a thing. Hard to believe. <laughs> hard to believe. <laughs> and he has a visit from the three... Christmas ghosts, including Carol Kane, who is... Well, maybe the, I thought maybe the three uh, network executives. <laughs> the three that he doesn't work for. <laughs> Telling him why he's it's, not going to work for them. It's the ghost of NBC past. <laughs> <laughs> it's not new to us. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Kane is one of the ghosts in here. She's hilarious. She, yeah, she's great. And, of course, Bill Murray, always great. And so it's just a, a very, very good movie. And Karen Allen, still looking cute 10 years after Animal House. I have not seen Scrooge, so I cannot comment. Oh, you really? That's a good one. That's another Christmas one for your list, John. I guess so. really is. You're going to hear great music like Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, when I think of Christmas, I think of Van Morrison. Yeah? No. David Johansson sang it in this movie, though, as ah. Buster Poindexter. Aha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Did not know that. And also another Christmas song done by a member of the band. Robbie Robertson, and the song is called Christmas Must Be Tonight. And it is performed by Robbie Robertson. As well. That's right. Indeed. And then uh, keeping in with the changing music of the times in 1988, we got a get up dance. You got apostrophes on each end of that end. And it's Cool Modi. I love that name. Actually, real name, M. Deweese plus R. Isaacs and L. Mallison writers on it. And then the traditional Christmas song, also known as parentheses, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. <laughs> That's the Mel Torme song. And Robert Wells wrote that as well. But not performed by Mel Torme. And not Nat King Cole either. No, but his daughter. Natalie. Yes. She was trying to get a recording career going there and was doing some stuff. So a mm-hmm. uh, nice rendition of that. And then a traditional song, not traditional Christmas, but traditional good big hit, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. I second that emotion. Yeah, great tune. Yeah. Love that Motown. Did you know that Smokey's real name was William Robinson? I did. I did indeed. All right. And then Alfred Cleveland, also a writer there. And then just because it's a TV thing, you'd see some TV clips. And one I noted was, it's Howdy Doody time. Do you know how old you have to be to understand what that is? Yeah. Even in 1988, that was a stretch. Oh, no, exactly. Well, kids, look up Howdy Doody. <laughs> Edward Keene, the writer of it. If you ever see a Happy Days rerun on one of the old-timey networks, there, I think it's Happy Days where they make Ron Howard, who has, of course, red hair and freckles, and that Howdy Doody was a... a a marionette and right. he had red hair and freckles so they mm-hmm. make Richie be 
Howdy Doody. It's either that or Andy that, Griffith's show. It's one of those. But uh, Well, Howard. he would, you know, either one, Ron Howard could, uh, as a child or as a young adult, could pull off a pretty incredible Howdy Doody imitation. Yep. And then a Dan Hartman song. Remember his big hit? Not really, but you can remind me. I Can Dream About You. No, I know that. But what was this? Oh, <laughs> that's the song. That's ah. right. And... Got, it's not in no. this movie. Sorry. It's The Love You Take, another of his songs. Right. Not a hit. By um, Dan. Yeah. One he did with Denise Lopez. Mm-hmm. And then a very Christmas song, Silver Bells, uh, the traditional Robert Goulet, uh, Mr. Big Voice guy, Jay Livingston. Boy, Robert Goulet. Remember him? Oh, man. I interviewed him one time. No kidding. He was so funny. It's a few times I've had a chance to interview somebody really big. And at the time, yeah. he was. I said... You know, perhaps you should be interviewing me. And he goes, well, why is that? I said, well, you were on the radio. And his face lit up and he said, well, when I was a young man in Ottawa, because he's Canadian, (laughs) he said, my mother used to send me to the radio station with this huge picnic basket full of food. I could feed the entire staff and I would go in there and do my newscast. Uh, said, anything interesting ever happened to you that you want to recall? He said, well, one time I was doing the news and we had a separate engineer and a separate disc jockey and I was sitting in the booth and saying that a plane had crashed and 38 people were killed, some of them seriously. And I looked up (laughs) and I saw the guys on the other side of the glass bent over in laughter and I couldn't realize it. And then I realized what I said. And then I began to laugh. And as I'm laughing, I'm thinking, oh my God, these poor people are dead and I'm laughing. I'm going to lose my job and never work again. (laughs) (laughs) And none of that came true. No. He definitely worked again. Well, maybe not in radio, but a great singer. Yes. But Robert Goulet doing Silver Bells and then a very un-Christmassy song, (laughs) Wooly Bully. Wooly Bully. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. When I think of Christmas, that's what I think of. I think of Wooly Bully. <laughs> Maybe a woolly sweater, but not a Wooly Bully. Maybe a Wooly Bully, no. right. Domingo Samudio, the writer there. And then probably the biggest hit from the movie, one of the top songs, and that is Put a Little Love in Your Heart, the Jackie DeShannon song, co-written with Randy Myers and Jimmy Holiday. On that holiday of Christmas time. Performed by Annie Lennox and Al Green. An yeah. unlikely duo, but sounded really good. And that's one oh, of those sure. songs that you hear on movieticketradio.com that it's really not a Christmas song, but it was in a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. And then there are other songs that maybe are Christmas songs, but they're heard in movies that were not Christmas movies. Oh, okay. Make sense there? I'm following. If you don't, please rewind your podcast and listen again. <laughs> So uh, that's the first part of this Christmas double header here from 1988, Scrooged. And then I picked up another one here with not a lot of songs in it, but this has become one of my new Christmas favorites. In fact, it could be my all-time Christmas favorite, and you wouldn't think so. It's Why Him? Have you seen that? No, I don't know that movie. James Franco and Brian Cranston, who's great at just about anything he's in, and James Franco is all tattooed up. He's kind of a, just a free spirit stoner, but he's also a mega millionaire because he came up with some app for the internet and his daughter is living uh. with him and her parents from Detroit come to visit, not knowing that they're going to get married. Ooh. And so it's just this whole big thing of Brian Cranston hating everything about this guy and that he's got so right. much money because his business is failing and mayhem ensues. 
Kaylee Kowoko plays like a Siri voice that's throughout the house, and you can ask it anything. There's she's got some hilarious lines in that too, and a lot of hit songs in this, including a great one from Creedence Clearwater Revival, "Down on the Corner Out in the Street" by John Cameron Fogarty. Wow, a sleigh ride, the Leroy Anderson and mm-hmm. Mitchell Parrish song but this time done vocally by K.T. Tunstall. Way to go, K.T. I like her song, Everything I See. Mm-hmm. And then a song that when you hear it, you not only think football, but you just think Fox, and that's the NFL on Fox. And, man, that's a great theme. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. During the movie, they turn on the TV and hear that. Ba-da-da-da-da. That is a great theme. It is. Phil Garad, Reed Hayes, and Scott Shear wrote it for this outfit called Free Play Music in New York. And... Uh, they sent me a bunch of that stuff when we were actually going to market that to some TV stations. But it was not to be because I stink as a salesman. <laughs> <laughs> I was made for loving you. That's what. Oh, no, well, not you, but the song uh, Kiss. Hmm. Uh, Desmond Child, Vinnie Poncia, and Paul Stanley. In fact, there's two Kiss songs in this one, uh, along with I Was Made for Loving You, Rock and Roll All Night, and Party Every Day. And then they also did a Christmas song, the traditional first Noel, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. <laughs> do they uh, do that in makeup or do they do that? Uh, well, they probably do. You know, if I recall now, they were actually in the movie. Nice. It's a traditional first Noel with an untraditional duet. I'll say. We should give them a shout out. In fact, we should give them a shout out loud. Hey, we will. In fact, I've got something to really shout out loud. I just heard this. Kiss is going to have a museum in the Rio All Suite Hotel in Las Vegas. My, my, my. It's like 15,000 square feet. I remember reading uh, or seeing an interview with Gene Simmons. He said the interior of his house in California was like a Kiss museum and nobody would want to buy a house. That was a KISS museum. Well, some might. He was going to get rid of or move or do something with his memorabilia collection, and maybe that's the answer. Yeah, he apparently has three semi-truckloads full Uh of stuff. You're going to be able to play golf, because I guess uh, he's a golf fanatic, and it's going to be like a long-term venue uh, for KISS. In fact, they may even start doing uh, like a residency or something, too. So, hey, shout out to Kiss at that Rio All Suites Hotel. Indeed. <laughs> like and retweet. Thank you. And you can probably hear the Colts very excited about that. Yes. Colts <laughs> sounds very happy. In fact, the Rio is my favorite hotel to stay because they have these double windows because they are suites. And you wake up in the morning and there's the mountains out there. Or you're looking back at the oh. strip, depending on the side you're on. My wife likes to stay on the strip and I love the Rio the best because I think the views Man. are just cool. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. So the Kiss Museum opening, I don't know, just watch your kiss.com. <laughs> And then traditional We Wish You a Merry Christmas, sung by the Platters. Great group from the late 50s and early 60s. Yep. And then finally, one that says Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. That's right. And (laughs) in these Uh times of stress, people should be singing that this holiday season because things are intense. Well, they should. Joey Ramone wrote it and his group. The Ramones sang it. Yep. And yep. so those are the songs in Why Him. So again, this is quickly becoming my favorite Christmas movie, probably next to It's a Wonderful Life. I was on the other night, and when 
they all came and brought the money again. I started to ball like a baby. Oh I'm like, my oh, my. man, it got to yeah, me. Yeah. It, was, it does every single time. Yeah. And so why him? And then Scrooge, another movie that you haven't seen, and they're both good. So doggone it, John, watch them. Okay. All right. Now, since we still have time before Christmas, let's get two more movies in next time. Okay. This is a nice little bite-size, about 15-minute program, and we're going to try and do the next one, too. And as the holiday season is still in progress, I'm going to do a movie that maybe you haven't seen and I haven't either called The Holiday. No, I I have not seen that. Very interesting 2016 movie, theatrical release, not a Hallmark movie, I, I don't believe. Uh, but I'm not familiar with it, but a lot of songs in there. And then I think we're going to try to find the definitive answer to is Die Hard a Christmas movie. <laughs> And a big shout out to Andy Samberg, who loves Die Hard. He referred to it very, very often in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the Nakatomi Tower. So we'll do that also next when once again, the Movie Ticket Radio podcast returns. Check us out, uh, like us and share us and do all that stuff. And check out MovieTicketRadio.com. I'm J.R. Russ. I'm John Landecker. Catch you next time. Movie Ticket Radio.